Back to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are rounding out things here on the block on 93.7 The Ticket with our daily segment geared toward the NBA, hitting the hardwood here with Strick. Uh, today we've got a few different topics to run through, so I'll, I'll just go ahead and jump in on a few of those topics. Uh, one is uh, there's a few teams, I think, you know, Memphis and Chicago kind of come to mind that are untested for the playoffs but have been uh, major surprises this year. And we'll see if they're the real deal come playoff time. Um, specifically looking at Memphis here, um, do you believe that they're the real deal? It's kind of interesting. John Morant, obviously the face of the team, but they've actually got a pretty nice team around him. I wanted to mention this um, as he does. I mean, he's a he's a unique player himself, being that he's uh, not very big. You know, he's a point guard, yet he still leads the league uh, with points in the point with paint with 16.8 points per game because of how fast he is. I mean, he can get to the bucket really quickly. Um but uh, I, I guess it, and this doesn't help him in the MVP conversation, which he's probably outside the top five in that, so he's not necessarily a huge contender. But the team is actually built pretty well around him. They're 20-2 and two this year without John Morant in the lineup. Uh, they've also won 11 of the last 12 games. In nine of those games, um, John Morant was not the leading scorer. So it's kind of a, a better team maybe than you would expect, letter than just being carried by John Morant, who's clearly the face of the team. No question. I mean, at, at one point, they were 9-2 and two without Ja Morant and 21-12 and 12 with him at one point, you know, mm -hmm. at the midway point. That's a phenomenal number. And, and, and what, what even throws me for a loop is they had probably four of their top players out, Adams, they had Morant, they had Bain out, and one other person. But... Then they next up, and Dylan Brooks goes for 30. And, and here's the kicker. It wasn't just Dylan Brooks. Then you had Xavier Tillman go for 13. Zaire Williams hit 19. DeAnthony Melton um, hit 17. There was balance of minutes. So they didn't just play a whole bunch of people with um, a lot of minutes. So you had balance of minutes, and those guys all contributed and they had one, two, three, four, five, six. They had seven guys in double. That doesn't happen in the NBA like yeah. that, bro. That's balance. You have that much depth that that seven guys in a game. And, and, and listen, I'm not talking about a game against Sacramento. They had, they had uh, Desmond Bain out, Eves Pond out, Ja out, and Adams and at that point, they were playing the Phoenix Suns, the best My team goodness. in the NBA. Go figure. How much more credit should Taylor Jenkins get? I think he's going to get the uh, the uh, Coach of the Year award. Um, I, I would, he should. But I he should thought. really get a lot more credit because I think a lot of it, just initially, before you kind of look it, into it, you get just kind of think, wow, John Morant is really leading that franchise. And again, he is the face of it, but it's just it's just all well put together and it's not a whole lot of household names. And usually that's that's where the best coaching you can kind of see shine through. Kudos to their to their staff. Not just the coaching staff. I'm talking about those in the back. Oh, yeah. In the back who are just finding these just great role players. And the sad thing is they're not going to be able to keep them. They've got to continuously duplicate that because those guys are going to be able to go on and make, make money elsewhere.
yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, that's always part of the you you sometimes you just do too good of a job putting a team together yeah. and then you make a lot of money for those guys, but unfortunately it's not for your team. So we'll see kind of how that plays out in the years to come. Um but I can't wait to see if they are competitive in the West. I think that they certainly are going to have a chance they're going to have a lot of home court they're number advantages. 2 seed right yeah, now. Yeah, they're going to have yeah. a lot of home court advantages there. Um so it's we'll going to be who see. they match up with and and I I would venture to say their best matchup would would end up I think being uh probably Minnesota. Yeah. And we do see a lot of teams too throughout, you know, the NBA is, is kind of, there's these regular season titles and, and standings and stuff like that. And then you kind of get into the nitty gritty and usually it, you know, those teams that pop up in the regular season, sometimes it takes them a year or two to kind of get into being competitive in the postseason. So I wonder if that's going to be the case or sometimes, you know, you can just kind of make that run uh, and make it special right away. So we'll see what it, what happens with them. I can't wait uh, for NBA playoffs because of that. Another reason to wait for the NBA, that you can't wait for the NBA playoffs is the f- chance that the 76ers play the Nets. Very excited about that. Um, but the 76ers, you got to wonder, there's a lot of, there's a, just a lot there. I mean, Doc Rivers is rumored right now for the Lakers job, for the Utah job, if... Quinn Snyder takes the Lakers job. I mean, so there's already rumors out there for their coach. Uh, and then Joel Embiid is just not uh, taking this uh, this chance that he might not win the MVP. I think Jokic is probably going to get it, um, but he could mm-hmm. still get it. But he is he's starting to think that there's some type of big uh, deal around him that if he doesn't win this year with the numbers he's put up and the fact that the 76ers are what they are, um, that he thinks there's something about against somebody winning it in in Philadelphia or just against him. Uh, does he have a point, or does he need to understand that Jokic and Giannis are just incredible as well? I think you got to understand, and I think they've had a little bit more imploding going on internally than I would say late. And remember, it's what have you done for me lately? I mean, yes, you've got a good body of work, but you got to look at what Giannis. Giannis has went from kind of middle of the pack and just kind of emerged and just oh, yeah. came out with what he's been doing this last like 15 games. And then you got Jokic has just been <laughs> just dominating just, all along. Just 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 <laughs> plodding along, just getting busy, just plodding along yeah. and just consistently getting busy. So yeah. We'll see. Yeah, and, and and real quick before we do wrap up, I did want to ask you about the Lakers could be eliminated tonight. Um LeBron, yeah, as far as the wins, scoring maybe. title, he's sitting out. Yeah, if they lose, it's it's done. Uh, LeBron's oh. sitting out again, so the scoring title might not be his either. Um, as you look forward to the future, it looks like the, the writing's on the wall for Frank Vogel to be taken out there. Do you think, you know, with all the roster problems they have and the money problems, do you think a, a Quinn Snyder, who I, I regard as one of the best coaches on this planet, do you think if they were able to get a top-name head coach, that could change things a whole lot, similar to what we were talking about with Taylor Jenkins, or do you think they're pretty stuck just because of the, the older roster that they have that they're paying a lot of money to? I think they're stuck, and I think I think it's a toilet bowl coaching job if you go over there. You're, you're, you're in trouble for the next probably four to five years. Yeah. And in the NBA, most – listen, they don't, they don't send the players back, and they send – the coach that's back. right <laughs> so i don't know man i don't know if i want that smoke knowing that they're on stuck they're stuck frank vogel's uh time there's hard to even kind of separate you know he won a championship there but the other years have not been too kind to him i don't know why quinn snyder would go there but there is the idea that the the jazz are going to blow up and, and try to start something anew i don't even know if that's yeah. a good idea either yeah and, and and yeah it looks like um you know they're they're 
you know, having some problems with some of their top talent. And yeah, getting along. They're going to be able to make it. Yeah, Mitchell is like, it's been a lot of mess. So they're probably, like you said, blow it up. And that's unfortunate. Yeah, that'll wrap it up. It's not, it's not a destination place that most people want to <laughs> come right. to. That's <laughs> right. I might be happy just with the five seed every year if I'm Utah. But that'll wrap it up for On the Block. we got to make way for Ticket Weeknights. We'll see you tomorrow.